welcome to the Help Club for Moms devotional podcast. We're so glad you're here, and we're praying for you to encounter the wide and long and high and deep love of Jesus Christ every time you listen. It's going to be a great day. Hello there, dear one. This is Deb. Welcome to the Help Club for Moms devotional podcast. Today, I'm going to be reading Speak Life to Your Children. Let's pray. Oh, Lord Jesus, thank you so much for the honor of being a mom. Lord, help us all to learn how to speak life to our children. Lord, I pray that you would teach us something today that we would remember for the rest of our lives. Come, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The scripture for today is Romans 4, verse 17. God gives life to the dead and speaks of things that don't exist as if they are real. I love this quote by Charles Spurgeon, and it says, You may speak but a word to a child, and in that child there may be be slumbering a noble heart which shall stir the Christian church in years to come. My kids never quite fit into any mold. As a matter of fact, I had the ones, particularly one, that would always get into trouble everywhere we went. I was usually the mom leaving the playgroup with a crying child and who felt discouraged and sad because going places with this child was so hard. My Christy was the one who constantly had to touch every little thing she saw. She frequently had her little toe right on the edge of the line that you told her not to cross. And to make matters worse, she possessed more energy than any other child I had ever known, and this energy kept going and going until the very last moment when we put her to bed at night. Oh, I'm still tired just thinking about it. But do you know what I learned? God made my Christie hugely curious. Not the normal curious, but the curious that constantly wanted to learn and engage her brain. The only problem is that sometimes it came across as disobedience because I could rarely keep up with her. She appeared to frequently challenge me, but in reality, she just wanted to keep going, learning more, and was rarely content to sit on her laurels. She needed constant activity and stimulation for her little growing brain. The world would label her strong-willed, and I was often exasperated in trying to control her. Oh, how I wish I would have understood her better when she was little and given her more grace and patience. My mama heart prayed for my little girl, and I cried out to God day and night for help and wisdom. During this time, my husband was reading The Sacred Romance by John Eldridge. Through this book, he became aware of the power of focusing on the good in people and seeing them as they could become, not as they presently are. We both agreed to apply this principle of speaking of things that don't yet exist as if they are real, which is from our uh, key scripture today, Romans 4.17, to our daughter. Our words have power and can show our faith or our lack of it. My daughter was not well behaved all the time, but we began to treat Christy like she was the sweet, godly, purpose-driven person she could become. I believe this one habit changed our relationship with our daughter and set the stage for the beautiful, close relationship that we all enjoy as a family now. Thankfully, God gave my husband and me wisdom each day to know how to change our old habits and speak life into our children. He gave us the strength, patience, and perseverance we needed to raise up our children for Him, and He can give you everything you need to be the best parents for your children, too. 
Pray daily for your children and for your, you and your husband to see their hearts and to accept them the way God made them. If speaking kind, edifying words doesn't come naturally to you, ask God for the words to say to build them up. Lean into your Heavenly Father and try to give as much grace as possible. Start to speak life to your children as much as possible, even in the little things. Say things like, you are so kind. That was so sweet of you to let your sister have the big chair. Or you are so trustworthy. Thank you for waiting for mommy to help you cross the street. When your child makes a mistake, call their attention to it, discipline them as quickly as possible, and move on. Don't drag out your discipline. Take care of things before daddy comes home. Don't make poor dad come home to a house of turmoil and stress. Lastly, let your children know you forgive them and that mommy and daddy make lots of mistakes too. Most people, including children, will rise to what's expected of them. Oh, and if you happen to have a Christie, take heart. They are wonderful blessings. My Christie is now happily married to an amazing godly man. They have three children and they both love Jesus. All of them actually love Jesus with their whole hearts. She graduated with a computer science degree, devours several books at a time, owns her own software company, and is still curious and loves to learn. She is also a patient, attentive, and kind-hearted mom. I have decided that I am so happy my children didn't fit the mold. Life is just so much more interesting this way. Faithful idea. Pick a hymn for your child. Do you have a difficult child? Instead of complaining about him or her to your friends, pray instead. Ask God to give you a list of encouraging words you can speak over each child. Write them in your journal and use them to call forth the possibilities in your child's life or your situation. Pick a hymn for your child and sing it to them. Frame it and hang it in their room as a special declaration. Go to helpclubformoms.com and uh, type in on the search bar how to pick a hymn for your child. And you will find lots of uh, choices for hymns and instructions on how to do it. And I remember doing that with our children. Uh, Just a few years ago, after our daughter and her husband had gotten married, I asked my son-in-law's mother and father to pray and ask God for a hymn for Alex. I prayed with my husband for a hymn for my daughter and for my son. And it was so beautiful because my daughter, she'd always been someone who liked to think deeply about things and she loved thinking deeply about God. And so we, uh, through God's spirit, through him helping us, we picked When I Surveyed the Wondrous Cross. And so we wrote them on a, on a beautiful eight by 10 paper and on a paper and we framed it and gave it to her for Christmas. And my son-in-law's parents chose In Christ Alone for Alex because he loved that song, but he also really thought about that message of the song a lot. And for my son, Jack, he is so kind-hearted and he thinks about Jesus in such simple ways. As a matter of fact, whenever he would get sick, Uh, when he was a little boy, from the time he was two years old until he was, uh, I don't remember, maybe about 10 or 12, uh, whenever he would feel nauseous and he, you know, he'd be in the bathroom about to throw up, he would always say, Jesus, help me not to throw up. And he had just such a sweet faith and he knew where to go when he was sick from the time he was little. He knew where to go when he needed help. And so we picked In the Garden, which is a beautiful song 
just a simple song about walking in the garden with Jesus. And so we framed that one for our son, Jack, and uh, we gave it to him for Christmas. So you can go to our website and I'll also uh, link the post in this devotional today. You can look at it and I highly encourage you to pick a hymn for your child and tell your child as you pick it that God gave you that song for them. And if you have time, frame it like we did, or if you don't, just print the lyrics out and take a thumbtack and put it on your child's bedroom wall and sing it to them at night before they go to bed. And if they're babies, you can ask God for one. And as you're rocking your baby or singing to your baby, you can sing them that hymn. I'm telling you guys, it is powerful when your children uh, know that you received a word from God for them. And uh, it will help them in their life to stand strong in their faith. So... I hope you try this idea. It's really been a blessing in our family as well. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for encouragement from your word to call out those things that are not as though they yet were. Lord, to encourage our children and to speak life over them. I pray for my dear one today as she's turning off this video or this podcast uh, that she will know that you are with her and that you love her. And I pray you'd give her a hymn for her child or her children. And I pray God that she would be that encouraging mom, that you would settle her as a happy mother of children in her home, that she will not look around at all the work she has to do. She will just think of her home as a living laboratory of life. And know that when she's overwhelmed and at all the messes, that her house doesn't have to be house beautiful. And that it can just be just good enough for her and her family. And Lord, just help her not to be overwhelmed with all of her chores and her jobs. Or if she has a sick child or financial problems. Lord, let her keep her eyes on you and remember that she is training up souls for eternity. And her work in her home with her children is holy to you, God. Bless her today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.